And I think Trump scares a lot of those people right now. So I think he has corralled the votes of people who are really, uh, are, are really, as you said a moment ago, terribly pessimistic. But there are those people, I think, who want change, but they don't think that we're going to hell in a handbasket right now. And Trump's having a very hard time with those people. Do we know where the young people who were supporting Bernie Sanders are going? They're doing one of two things. They're either voting for Hillary Clinton uh, or they're going to sit home, maybe, maybe, maybe cast a vote for a third party candidate. There's no question, I think right now, if you talk to even some Republicans, young people will vote in overwhelming numbers for Hillary Clinton, probably as, as, as decisively, if not more so, than they did for Barack Obama. The issue is, will they come out to vote? Uh, and that's where Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Barack Obama, too, can be a tremendous assistance um, to Clinton in the fall because there is a there is a real turnout question among young voters. And when you talk to the Democratic strategist for Hillary Clinton, that's exactly what they say to me. I say, what worries you? And they say one word, turnout. Yeah, and I think it's more so with young people, Charlie. You put your finger on it than it is with Latinos. They think that Trump will turn out Latinos for them. And African-Americans, I think there is a... <clears throat> A, a strong sense that there's been a perhaps permanent change among at the, the African-American turnout. It started with Obama, but you saw it in some of the off-year elections. And in places like Philadelphia, maybe it won't equal 2008 or 2012, but it'll come pretty close. I think the real turnout problem is with young people. Is it possible that there is a group of people who want to vote for Donald Trump but don't want to tell you and don't want to tell pollsters? Well, that's what the Republicans and some Trump people say. Um, I don't think the primary polls indicated that. The polls were pretty right on in most places. Some places they were off. Uh, and when you, when you, I, I sat around a lunch table uh, again in this little town and of uh, Manassas, and and people weren't shy about saying who they, who they were going to vote for. Some people weren't for Trump, by the way. Uh, but I, I, I doubt there's that, there's that silent vote. It may be a teeny bit, but I don't think it's really uh, of any significance. Uh, in terms of uh, possible things that could change the campaign, we can look ahead and talk about debates, but yeah. I'd rather defer that. I mean, that's always a possibility. Uh, but what about some kind of terrorist attack? What impact might that have on the campaign? Does Donald Trump poll stronger on national security, having just made a speech on it yesterday? Uh, he has been doing better on that, and there was, a, I think, a feeling and a fear among Democrats, <clears throat> much more so than the debates, that a terrorist incident is the one thing that could turn uh, the, uh, the whole dynamics around. Trump's uh, speech yesterday was sort of interesting, Charlie. I, he didn't step on his lines. He read. Um, I actually thought when I watched some of it last night, he looked a little bit low energy, yeah. uh, if you will. Uh, and, and, and the substance wasn't anything great. Peter Fever, who was a Bush aide who now teaches at that little-known school, Duke University, said that, that, that a lot of it was really Bush and Obama. And he said what was good was not new, and what was new was not good. But, uh, you know, at least he didn't stumble. And uh, so I think if he can continue that, and if the Clinton effort to try to paint him as reckless and, and the Joe Biden uh, uh, take yesterday. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He, it would be a, a, a huge risk. Uh, if they can't make that case, then I think a terrorist incident, if they can't make it to with, with, with total conviction and totally, totally convincingly, then I think a terrorist incident would really scare Democrats. What are Republicans saying to you? I think first you, you, you have, or you're already seeing 
and we'll see more defections from a presidential candidate than any time in history, more so than Goldwater in 1964. Then there'll be another group that's just going to remain silent, basically, in the presidential race or go through the motions and focus on keeping the Senate, keeping the House, keeping state uh, and local races. Uh, I think the, uh, the, the number of non-Trump supporting Republicans is just astounding. It's national security uh, experts, it's, it's economic experts, and it's a whole bunch of politicians, a bunch of elected senators, elected governors. Uh, and they, I've never seen anybody run away from a candidate before. You know, with McGovern, it was, uh, yeah, we're, we're with George, but then they would always be you know, somewhere else when George showed up. Uh, these people are being far more public about it. It's, it's governors like Kasich and Charlie Baker uh, and Rick Snyder of Michigan, more senators now with Susan Collins and Ben Sass and Jeff Flake. Uh, it's, really, it's really quite unique. Al Hunt, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Charlie. Back in a moment, Katie.